This is Cody from Bones of the Earth, and you're listening to today's Boondoggle. What's going on, everybody? It's Bill Bailey with today's Boondoggle on Domain Cleveland Radio. I just wanted to take a minute in this little intro before the intro to give you an update on some of the things we got going on here at today's Boondoggle. And uh, we recently uh, launched a email account so if you have any questions suggestions or comments you're enjoying the show you want to see something different you want to see certain guests on the show you can reach us at today's boondoggle at gmail.com and as you know the coronavirus lockdown has hit a lot of us uh, financially Um, boondoggle didn't escape it either and uh, if you want to support us financially so we can get you uh, these interviews that you enjoy each week uh, you can donate to our GoFundMe. There's a, a you get on GoFundMe. Look up today's Boondoggle. We got a GoFundMe that will be ongoing, and um, as well as a Venmo, you can donate. If you use Venmo, go to Venmo domain or uh, today's Boondoggle. And then also there's our Anchor sponsorship on the Anchor app, Anchor.fm. Look up today's Boondoggle, and you can become a monthly sponsor to us there. Uh, as you know, this is a veteran-owned and operated program we got going on here. It's very been, man, incredibly therapeutic for a guy like myself who, you know, is a veteran with PTSD and anxiety. And, uh, just gets me out there talking with people and gets me out of my comfort zone, and it's been awesome. But uh, it all costs us, you know, to, the travel, accommodations. To, to get to these interviews that you want to hear. So if you can help out anyway, we truly appreciate it. Um, also, please follow us on social media. It's at Today's Boondoggle. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just please follow, subscribe, comment, comment. download the, the episodes. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, you know, any of the programs that you use to listen to your podcast. Please, please. Uh, do whatever you can to support us, and hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks. Thank you for tuning into this week's edition of today's Boondoggle. Domain Cleveland Entertainment is a veteran-owned and operated entertainment cornucopia of nonsensical shenanigans. You can find interesting interviews, music news, entertainment information, and just about everything else in between. Thank you again for tuning into the show here at Domain Cleveland. What's going on, everybody? It's Bill Bailey with today's Boondoggle. And uh, today I'm talking across, once again, across the, the globe here to our new friends in the band Siamese. What's going on, guys? Hey, man. Hey, hey, everyone. Nice to be here. Thank you for having us. Awesome. And uh, if you wouldn't mind, go ahead and like introduce yourselves and what you do with the band. So uh, my name is Birsa. I am the singer of uh, Siamese from Copenhagen, Denmark. And my name is Andreas, and I play the guitar. All right. Um, and usually when I have somebody on for the first time, I like to uh, get a quick background. So originally, what did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, I wanted to uh, escape from war 
when I was there. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a refugee from the Balkan Wars in the 90s. So I just came to Denmark and uh, back where I'm from, you just you just do what your father did. And my father was uh, working at sewing machines, doing uh, jeans and stuff like that. So that is my earliest memory of like, I wanted to be something like that. But I don't know if that was a dream. That was just normal for me. And I wanted to be Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> nice. And then, uh, like, like, what age were you guys, like, uh, did you discover music and become attracted to uh, performing? Um, I think, well, I, I grew up listening a lot yeah, to Bruce Springsteen, and especially Michael Jackson. I think uh, that was, like, my first, in, like, okay, music is pretty cool. Um, but I think I knew I wanted to play music when I heard Blink-182 for the first time. That was uh, definitely what got me in, like, into playing guitar and making music and stuff. But, yeah. And for me, it was in eighth grade in a, in a, what's it called, like a summer camp. In eighth grade, I heard Linkin Park for the first time in my life. And before that, I was listening to like, popular things like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys, like every other kid. Uh, but when I heard Linkin Park, I knew that I wanted to to do music as well. So that was like, I was 14 years old, I think. Nice. And then, um, like, as you guys were growing up in school and stuff, did you start any uh, bands with any classmates and, and all that before this band? Um, yeah, I had a couple of bands where we played covers. And, uh, yeah, I had one band before I joined Siamese 11 years ago. And I also had one band before, uh, you know, getting serious. Actually, I dropped that band because I, uh, I, I went on and went into, uh, you call it American Idol, I guess. I was part of the Idol shows in Denmark when I was 15. Uh, and I came second there in the National Idol competition, so. Yeah, so I had that band before that, and we broke up because I was an idol, and the other other guys said like it was not it was not cool, man. It was it was not true. It was no it was not rock and roll. So they fired me from the band. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, that's their loss, man. I've been checking out your guys' catalog and videos and stuff, and you got quite a voice. So thank you. Like thank you. Appreciate it. And then, like, uh, what's been the journey since like Siamese has come? together like what let's talk about originally when when siamese came together as a band like when did you guys meet and i think we started with andreas in 2010 uh already in 2010 we had a, a a very different band back then it was called siamese fighting fish we decided to drop the the the, the some of the band's name in 2015 and just go with siamese because it was way easier to to you know tell people our name. It was, a, it was a struggle every time telling people, so what is your band name? You say Siamese Fighting Fish and people would struggle just to say those words because they're from Denmark. Uh, so we met in 2010 and we made a couple of records before that, but around 2015, that is where we became what we are today. So roughly six years ago. And then like, what was uh, your first experience like working together and creating an album and uh uh doing a you know actually wanting to be serious and get out and 
and tour? Um, I think, well, il- yeah, 10, 11 years ago, I was actually auditioning for Siamese because in our uh, little rock community in Denmark, they were already uh, quite a name already. Um, and yeah, I, th- I remember uh, the first rehearsal, uh, we, we met in the rehearsal place and uh, we actually, I think we wrote a song um, that was one of the songs uh, on the first album we released in 2011, I think. But I think that was the first time like writing together um, and the process has changed quite a bit since then. But um, yeah. That was the first time we wrote something together. That was at my audition. I think. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I gotta ask you, dude. Is is that you on this picture in the corner, like on the right corner? Is that you? Yeah. Like yeah. This... It is, right? Yeah. You serve? Yes. Yes. I'm retired uh, military. Oh, where did you serve? Uh, the Navy, United States Navy. Cool. Amazing, dude. Yeah, I was just wondering about the pictures, but yeah, now it makes totally sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I used to do a, be a local concert promoter, and then I joined the military. And so on my podcast, I usually will talk to musicians, and, from, and I work with a lot of record labels, or I'll have veterans share their stories and stuff. So always been a big music fan because, you know, especially being deployed and stuff, you know, how do you escape when you're in, like, war? You know, put on some headphones and... You know, listen to some music and go on a journey, you know. Nice, man. Wow. It's a pretty, pretty rad thing. You found an outlet like that. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Like I've shared with some of the people I've talked with, uh, you know, because no one really ever comes home like the same. And mm. part of my thing was like dealing with anxiety and PTSD and stuff like that. And this has been like therapeutic for me talking to people again, you know, mm. learning to have co- normal conversations and getting out of my comfort zone. Mm. So thank you guys for being a part of my therapy session today. Yeah, wow. man. Thanks for having us. That's one of the better interviews then, for sure. <laughs> thank you for having <laughs> us. And I'm happy that uh, happy that you're working stuff out. I can imagine you've been some through some shit. So it's great. Yeah, it sounds like you have too, man. You know, thanks for sharing that early uh, yeah, sure. days and stuff. Um, sure, man. It's uh, good to have like stuff uh, like this to remember totally what brings us all together, you know. Mm, I good agree. to have things totally like music agree. to remember what brings us all together, you know. Exactly. Look at our look at what we have in common instead of the things that that divide. It seems like the world wants to keep us all divided instead of working together as human people, you know. But anyway, that that could mm. become a whole nother episode. So. I'll get off my soapbox. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I just wanted to. I just wanted to ask you because you you look so much like that guy. So I was like, that's probably that's probably him. But cool. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, probably probably a little skinnier back then, but you know. We all but, go that uh, way. Don't worry. <laughs> but I, I, as I was listening, you know, speaking of like therapy and stuff, you know, I was like I, I said, I was checking out some of your your guys's tracks, and one song that I really enjoyed was. Uh, rather be lonely and i was watching that video and uh i wanted to ask like what's the message behind that that song when you wrote it and um you know uh the and the the story that was being told in the video Uh, um 
Well, it was like very personal experience and it was just, uh, yeah, it's just a very harsh uh, breakup song. Um, and yeah, the video was kind of like the same. It was just uh, meant to like symbolize the whole story with uh, someone, she, uh, the, the girl uh, in, in the video, she's just writing uh, lies basically on the floor and she paints herself up in the corner and it's a very simple uh, concept. But um, yeah, so it was a very different video for us um, and kind of a, an experiment um, to do more like uh, a story uh, than a performance video. So yeah, kind of what I was getting out of it. What, what I was getting out of it too is like, you know, when we're, we're in those relationships and those feelings, we could be blind because I saw the blind, you know, this passing, yeah, we, yeah. Could, we, we can purposely be blind to the, the obvious red flags in a relationship sometimes because of the yeah. butterflies or whatever. So I don't know if that was part yeah. of what you guys were it's saying. It's kind of like when your feelings, uh, when your feelings kind of overtake your instincts. Yes. That's basically the situation. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, exactly. the, the song is very much about that. Okay, yeah, that's what I got out of it. And as as the holidays here in the states approach, you know, usually that's, that's like a, a time for me too when I start thinking about. You see everybody in their pictures and everybody in their happy relationships and this and that, you know. And then I was just like, really felt pulled to that that song because I'm a single dad and stuff, and just like you know, I could go back to relationships that were bad that are still wanting to be there for me but why would i put myself through that just to be with somebody you know especially yeah, yeah. for the holidays and stuff like that so i, I really connected with that but okay, i just wanted cool, to man. share I, how much i enjoyed yeah. that the question is is it better to be in a relationship that's bad for you or is it better to just be by yourself and be miserable be miserable <laughs> it's just a very kind of it's a very different way uh or kind of miserable i guess um but yeah and you have to think about like all when you when you look at uh like all people seem so happy on on social media and stuff people only put the, the good stuff up on social yep. media and that, that's a very fast way to get uh FOMO or feel oh i'm not doing as well as everyone everyone else so yeah i try and tell my daughters that all the that. time <laughs> you know don't buy into all that everybody's gonna put their best self out there but you know what's going on behind the scenes. So, but uh, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the album home. Like, what's the main theme that you guys have behind, uh, or the main message that you're trying to put out with this album? Um, it was the album is definitely an, a product of the circumstances. So it was like we were confined to our own homes all the time. And we, we, we found good things about it, but also the bad things about it. So, so some of the album goes into like praising and kind of acknowledging and the beautiful part of having a home and what home is for you and what it does to you and how it's kind of shaping you. Like in the song home, that's, that's the, the theme, but also we have other stuff. About what's happening within these four walls of the home. So we wanted to like conceptualize everything that could happen in a home situation more than the individuals. 
we wanted to talk, to talk about everything that kind of happened to us in these two years that we spent in our home, basically. Um, so yeah, we just found, we just thought like that is the concept, that is the idea behind all these songs because every song has different stories and, and if you put them together, they might not be like one string of events, but if you just think about it as a thing that happens within, before, within your four walls, um, that was the idea we had. Um, and hopefully, hopefully people can take something from it if not from everything, then from some of the songs, like you, you kind of understood like the rather be lonely one. Other could other other people could do something else. Um, so 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 we hope that there is something here for everyone. Yeah. So a lot of that was written about your experience then during this whole pandemic lockdown and everything is what you're saying. Exactly. It was kind of like a therapy up. session for you guys in a way to get that out, express that. Definitely, especially in this moment, like these last two years, it's been it's been somewhat a very important outlet to have because we are we talk we we you know we are we are grown men who talk about feelings, but sometimes in a song it just comes out more honest when you write it down than when you say it. If you can read it with your eyes, it's just it just does something to the soul. I guess it's just oh shit, are you feeling like this? Or you okay? Uh, let's talk about it, and, and and that was a relief for both of us. I think it's it's actually quite quite funny. It's like if you feel stressed and you have a, you have a lot of stuff to do, it's usually a really good idea to write down like a to do list or whatever. When you write it down, it kind of goes out of your mind and down like you you park it over here. Mm. And I actually think it's kind of the same thing with writing about. Um, Stuff you think about or feelings or whatever i've experienced uh the last two years that it, it's very you kind of park those thoughts uh on, on that paper or on your phone <laughs> wherever you write it down uh, yeah they say journaling is very important cool. too where like it's like journaling you know getting your feelings mm -hmm. out so yeah. not bouncing around and building up in your head yeah but it's it sounds very hippie ish to say that but it actually works uh i find Hey, hey baby, baby, this is Double, Double D, D, also known as Dream Daddy. And I gotta tell y'all something about our new sponsorship here at today's Boondoggle. And the name is Dream Nutrition. So if you're looking to empower your human vitality, well then you come to the right place. With over 12 years of combined experience in cannabinoids and terpene products, Dream Nutrition products include CBD oils, patches, proteins, and so much more. The endocannabinoid system is believed to have involvement in regulating physiological and cognitive processes, including the immune system, appetite, pain sensation, mood, memory, and in mediating the pharmacological effects of cannabis. Support this veteran-owned and operated company today, and today's Boondoggle fans will receive 10% off their orders when using the promo code BOONDOG10 at checkout. That's B-O-O-N-D-O-G-10 at checkout. 
So go to the link. That's dreamnutrition.com forward slash discount forward slash boondog10. And remember, dream is not spelled like dream daddy. It's spelled D-R-E-E-M. And start saving today because you deserve to feel your best. And you know that's right. So tell them dream daddy and your brand from today's boondog sent you. No, yeah, hey, I'm like I said, I've been doing all kinds of stuff to try and have get back to some sense of normalcy. So I go through all that hippie stuff, whatever, whatever works, man. You know, yeah. like during the the lockdowns here, you know, I was trying to, you know, I was trying to surround myself more with positive people and stuff. And we're trying to look at the pluses with it. Like I got two grown teenage daughters. They're always out. We live so fast. We're just like roommates under the roof. You know, we hardly spend time because they're always out with their friends. When we were locked down, I looked at it as an opportunity to renew and re- and strengthen our relationship as father and daughters, you know. And so there's there could be positives to slowing down and resetting. You know, I tried to focus on that a lot, you know. And obviously, it you was. guys put a lot of work in, too. It was. And, 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 and it was it was luck in bad luck that all of a sudden we had all this time to create this album because it might have not happened if the pandemic wasn't wasn't there so so I, it might have not happened this fast at least we might have taken our time but we had so much time at hand that we just you know we just went for it and, and yeah here we are nice yeah and i've always been like a big uh i love to hear the the lyrics and i love when i get to see i'm i'm still like old school i like to have the album or the cd and read read along you know, to, to go on that journey with the person, you know? So mm-hmm. I would definitely, uh, with, uh, with this album, like if, if people wanted to support it and pick up where, where would they, uh, where would you send them? Yeah. They, they, they can go to Siamese band dot shop. So Siamese band dot shop and pick up a vinyl a CD, everything signed or even some merch if they like, um, yeah, and, and right now it's time to go because we're living on we live in uncertain times. So we we don't know what's gonna go on in four months. So if people want to support, if they like what they hear or they like this interview, go ahead. We would enjoy sending it to you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I mean, it, so. now where are you guys? Where are you guys living at right now? What area are you at? Copenhagen. Okay, in Denmark. Europe. Yeah, and <laughs> how has how things kind of been, speaking of the uncertain times? I mean, I've been reading about Germany right now and Austria. Like, how is the how how's uh, Denmark been handling things so far? Things are on the rise. Like, the infections are on the rise. Um, I, I might have, I'm, I'm a bit, I don't want to, I don't want to overstep here, but I think maybe the Americans might have might have had something good going on with so many people getting infected all the time because now, even though we've tried everything to contain this, the, the infection rate is just going crazy. And the good thing is not a lot of people are in hospitals. It's like 400 right now. Uh, and our system, because this is a small country, is only equipped to have about 1,200 people in hospitals. So starting winter, I think we're okay. I don't think anybody's panicking um there are no restrictions almost we have to wear the the, 
the mask thing. And we have to show a pass if we want to go to, you know, concerts and stuff. But but, but that's about it. And, and as far as, as long as that's the only thing, I, I think we'll be fine. Yeah. So you do have to show the vaccine pass and all that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Because yeah. Yeah, I was just reading in Germany, if you're not vaccinated, mm-hmm. you, you're getting locked down now. Yeah. They're making yeah. it mandatory for everybody. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's definitely uncertain times we're living in strange times man it sounds like you already have the next album written with everything being provided <laughs> you know i will see <laughs> and then uh like uh with have you been able to get out and play or do you have any tours lined up or live shows lined up for right now yeah we uh we actually just came back from a uk tour with okay. uh, they, they used to be called Slate's uh, American Bank. Now they call Rain City Drive. Um, yeah, and that was really great. Uh, we played seven shows with them uh, around the UK, and uh, yeah, we played two German shows on our own. But uh, it was uh, definitely uh, a bit confusing. Okay, so what are the rules or the restrictions in this country we are in today? Mm. <laughs> um, it was quite a, a weird and surreal. Uh, experience to to tour uh these days but i actually think of, what, what did you say i think we were one of the first danish bands to actually go abroad uh on the, the, first, the, the first the first bands danish bands mm. to a tour outside of denmark um after the pandemic so um and you could really yeah it was great but it was just you you didn't know what to expect uh each day um but it was great so we actually have been touring how how's the uh the fans been responding to uh you know the the work the new album and everything out there it's been fun live. for us it's been fun for us because we've been away for two years but in these two years during corona that's probably where we've had the biggest growth of this band like the biggest uh numbers and people coming in on our socials so going out in in the uk and there's I'm just looking down at people and seeing that, whoa, these guys know all the lyrics uh, was a very new experience for us. But it's just it's it's that thing that you've been we've been working so hard for that. And it's it's finally starting to happen. So that was amazing. It's quite uh, weird when you, you spend like, let's say, two years in, in, in the studio and you're just writing whatever you feel like, but we're just in, in studio mode. Uh, I think it's like three or four years since I actually went on a real tour with uh, Simon because I had to work. Um, so it's really motivating to to come out and actually talk to people and realize that okay, there's actually other people that are really invested in the band uh, besides the band. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, and actually quite uh, overwhelmed uh, by some of the the people like how much it means to them uh and that's that's a pretty cool thing so what's been like your favorite uh off the new album what's been one of your favorite songs to perform live to perform yeah i think for me it has to be uh, numb so far yeah when we play numb it's just something starts from that song uh, because it's just it's so heavy, but it's also very easy, and it's just 
when it's when it's melodic it's like floating when you're up on stage and when it's heavy it's like you feel like you have like a fucking uh, what's it called this uh, uh, chainsaw. a chainsaw and you're just like <laughs> go go fucking on the stage and then all of a sudden the chorus hits and you feel like you're flying and it's 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 such a great feeling yeah it's just a it's just a really fun song to play uh but there's a lot of the new songs from the a lot of songs from the new album that we haven't played live yet. Um, but yeah, Numb is definitely one of the really fun songs to play. And you just you can just see instantly the crowd just reacts to it right away. So that definitely works live. <laughs> just gonna have to remind you that we have to we have to leave you in just two minutes, just so you know. Okay, yeah. Well, I was getting ready to wrap up with some of the questions that I normally ask then. Um, what's a song that you feel has inspired you in life that's like a go-to when you, it's not one of your own, but like, you know, from an artist that is one of your go-tos whenever you're like going through a rough patch or just need a pick-me-up, it's always on your playlist. Mine, I think, is Englishman in New York by Sting. I don't know why uh, the the clarinet saxophone solo in the end just that's like that's the thing i want to get i want that played when 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 i leave this world one day you know it's that's how i feel about that ending and stuff so i would say that song for sure um i would say total africa <laughs> but it's not like uh it's not i don't think i have like a song that takes me up when i'm feeling down or i just that was that will always be one of my favorite songs for some reason. And I don't know why, but yeah. Nice. And then who are three people that have inspired you or you can credit for making you the person you are today? Uh, I think I would have to say first and foremost, my, my mother, the first one. And then I had a teacher in high school who kind of got me professionalized or interested in music and, uh, and the last one i think is him yeah because we, we, we we've been working together for 10 years so so it's like being in that space and just seeing that okay this songwriting because when before i met andreas songwriting was just something you did in rehearsal and then you got out and played live. That was the important one. And uh, now I have it backwards. I'm like, the songs are the, the most important thing. You have to have the basics down and then life and doing all that stuff and traveling the world and stuff like that. That's secondary to me now. And I think Andres has a big part to put in that. It's, nice. it's funny you said that. <laughs> I wanted to say, yeah, Mieza to my mom and, uh, <laughs> Blink 182. Blink 182. Awesome. We're pretty, uh, yeah, we really agreed on that one. Yeah, man. <laughs> and then, uh, what was your favorite toy as a child? Oh. Uh, a football, always. Uh, I, if I was, if I wasn't in music, I would have been in football. That's soccer for the for the American listeners. So yeah, football was my favorite toy for sure. I have a favorite. I think it was like Ninja Turtles or something. I always played with Ninja Turtles. <laughs> That's like the, the first toy that comes to mind when I think about my childhood. 
Awesome. All right. Well, I know you guys are short on time and got to get ready for the, for the next interview, man, but I really appreciate you taking the time and having this conversation. Uh, like I said, if uh, any of the listeners out there are new to hearing about you and want to check out more of your stuff, where would you send them? It would be on our Spotify. Just look up Siamese. Siamese is just like the cat, but it's not the cat. It's the band from Denmark. <laughs> and I definitely encourage them to check you guys out on YouTube as well, because I enjoyed those videos. So Thank you so much. Good You're stuff. a good guy, man. Thank you for having us. Let truth unfold. You stole me while you fell for another. Man, as you were born and a daughter. Tell me how you do, tell me why you do it And while I bled, you were lying to me from his bed So go and love him instead Cause now we got nothing left But the truth in its core
Well, in Puerto Rico, the, the <laughs> commander so of ACU-2 at the time, we, we went out Did right outside the gate in Puerto Rico. Took part in a lot there was a too, right? strip club. Some. And not as much. We went out there not one night, and there's a, one of the dancers has an ACU-2 hat. And it was the commander of the hat. skinny dipping in the rain with the girls. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He was off in the back. Like yeah. it was, it was always remember there. that truck we had down there? Oh, yeah. Remember I was driving his car? I was driving the other the side blew up. I was driving it the first night when the shrub patrol pulled us over because we didn't have running lights. And they were going to throw us in the air. I remember I had to get all the lights for me. Right. That was Dan was always quiet, but he was there. That was yeah. Bruce. Yeah. Always there. He would be our writer. One of our eight boats out for a ride. Oh, oh speaking gosh. of writers, I Dan talked to Callis the, the other day. In charge that oh, yeah. operation. And, and, and he, he was like, where the hell were we? thought about putting together a Because we were Yeah, he was there. He's like, he said I was, he's like, I, I, wasn't able to get around to it, but if you guys want to use the title, you can. Yeah. Memoirs of the Turtle. We're all drunk. And thank you for listening to another story time from the VFW Hall, brought to you by Today's Boondoggle. Thank you for listening once again to today's Boondoggle Radio Show. Please be sure to check out our website, DomainCLE.com or Today'sBoondoggle.com for more shows and check out our archives. Follow us on social media at Today's Boondoggle on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter for more information about this podcast. And please support us on www.anchor.fm forward slash today's boondoggle as well as on our GoFundMe and Venmo. Be sure to subscribe, comment, download, and listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spreaker, and all the other podcast platforms out there. Please email us with any questions, suggestions, and comments via today's boondoggle at gmail.com. Leave us some five-star reviews and help spread the word. Thanks again for listening. Thank you for tuning into this week's Today's Boondoggle. Domain Cleveland Entertainment is a veteran-owned and operated cornucopia of nonsensical shenanigans. You can find interesting interviews, music news and information, and just about everything else in between. Thank you again for supporting, sharing, and tuning into today's Boondoggle.